Here we go. Daf Kuf Yud. Page 110. We're up to the fourth line. The last word on the line is Tanur Rabbanon. And just remind ourselves the topic we're going to be discussing based upon yesterday. We discussed there's four cups at the Pesach Seder. The Gemara was bothered how you can have four if when you do things in sets of two, it's dangerous. And the Gemara ultimately came up with some fascinating answers. Number one is that it's Leil Shimurim, it's the Pesach Seder, so there's no concern. We also discussed that another possibility is that each cup stands on its own, so you're not drinking two sets of two. Each one is, um, each one's uh, its own mitzvah, right? Its own mahalach. And uh, the other approach was that since it's a coach, the since the third cup is a coach shal bracha, for benching, so it's not counted, and mainly you're drinking three cups uh, and one cup. Okay, those were the, the you know, the, that's how we got onto this topic, and now we pick up from Tonu Rabbanon. Tonu Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, and so should we. A person who drinks his wine in pairs. If anything goes bad, it's your own problem. Okay? If anything goes bad, it's your own problem. Meaning, it is what it is. It's your own, it's your own uh, responsibility. All right? Amar of Yehuda, they, 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 for example, they quote one of the G'daylam. They quote many G'daylam for this story, so I don't know which one to say it, but it was certainly in Adam Gadol where somebody who was a heavy smoker got lung cancer. And he came to this Godot to find out what's the, what message is HaKadosh Baruch Hu trying to send him. And the Godot said, you're a shaita. <laughs> what do you mean, what message? You, nowadays, we know that that's what happens. You know, it's not like there's a direct, it's not like HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to be sending you a particular message. That's, that's what happens very often, not always, but very often from smoking. So you don't need to look for like some spiritual reason that just goes hand in hand. Zuck the Brisa, if a person drinks in pairs and something bad happens to them, you know why. That's it. That's just the way it works. Right? It's, it's uh, the consequence on your own head. You shouldn't have done that. Amra Vyuda. Vyuda says, e masai. When, do you, when are you responsible for your own life? This is only when you drink four cups, one after another, without leaving the house and going out to the marketplace. There's no problem, which is such a simple idea, because otherwise, what does it mean, pairs? Does, do any of us remember how many cups of wine we've drunk in our lives? No. You might know how many cups you drink in one sitting, maybe, we're going to see some Amiram that were spectacularly, uh, were able to hold their wine. We're going to see on Ahmed Bey's up to 16 cups before they started uh, losing track of how many cups they were drinking. But you don't have to know, oh, maybe yesterday I drank a cup of wine and 10 years ago, and now it's going to be a pair. No. It means in one sitting, you shouldn't drink pears. So anytime you get up and you leave the room, you go out to the shuk, there's no issue whatsoever. Um, Ravashi, Ravashi says, Chazinu leid Rav Hanani Barbivi, Atzor Rav Hanani Barbivi, Da'akol kosa have a nofik b'chazi ape shuka. After every cup he would drink, he'd go out. Uh, he'd go outside, 
and see, you know, uh, he'd leave the room, go out and see the public, go out and see the shuk. This way, the second cup that he drinks wouldn't be dangerous for him. Okay? And by the way, he says the Gemara, very interesting. This that we say there's a danger to drink in pairs is only a very asidistic idea. If you're putting yourself in danger, don't drink in sets and then go do something dangerous, like traveling on the road. If you're sitting in your house, you could drink two cups of wine. You could drink four cups of wine. You could drink six cups of wine. Drink whatever you want. The, it's not an idea that drinking two cups itself is dangerous. Rather, if you drink two cups, you're putting yourself into a situation of sakana. And if you go out, travel, and do something dangerous, now it can impact you. But just the drinking of two cups itself is not a danger. Omar of Zera of Zera says, By the way, going to sleep is like traveling. Make sure not to drink two cups of wine before you go to bed. A person goes to sleep. It's like the, it's one sixtieth of death. You're putting yourself into a situation of sakana. And you shouldn't do that. Omar of Papa. Also to go use the bathroom. Back then they had outhouses, which we found in Brachas. The, the, the bathrooms were where the Shadim used to, that was like their headquarters. They used to go hang out over there. So he says, if you drink in pairs, don't go use the outhouse. Don't, uh, you know, use the restroom because you're putting yourself around Shadim now. You're putting yourself into Sakana. Okay. But we're coming out with that if you don't intend to do something that has any sort of danger, there's no problem. You could drink things and you could drink your wine in sets. Says the Gemara, is that true? But basically, if a person drinks their wine in, in sets, in pairs, and they stay home, there's no issue. Is that true? But Rava, money Rava, while he's sitting in the house, he would be, have all the beams of his home. You know, they would have like cabin homes, right? Or stones. And he, had, he would have, you could see the beams of your house. They didn't have the fancy schmancy drywall sheetrock like we have nowadays. So how would Rava remember how many cups he drank? He would drink one cup and say, I'm up to that beam. Another cup, I'm up to that beam. Another cup. That's how he, that's how he would halt cup. Yeah, yeah. That's how, that's how he would keep his mind in it, right? So you see, even when a person sits in their house, there could be, you, you, a person should be careful. Rav Nachmar Yitzchak, you have a shasi tray kasi. Rav Nachmar Yitzchak would drink two cups. He would have his, his helper, the waiter, would always be standing over him holding a cup. And when he would have one cup, his servant would be standing there holding two cups to make sure that he doesn't only drink one more, he drinks two more. This way he will have drunk at least three. Right? That, that was the process. You drink one cup, the waiter waits for you with two more bottles to ensure you're going to drink two more. This way you're not stopping at two. All right? So you see that Abaye and Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, even when they were in their homes, were makbid to not drink things in pairs. And for the Gemara, the Gemara says, Adam Chashuv Shiny. Very interesting. Rabbanim need to be careful even when they're in their house because Shadim like to pick on them more. Okay? And Adam Chashuv needs to be more careful even inside their house from drinking things 
in pairs because shadim like to like to you know uh, take advantage of them uh, take take advantage of them more. Amar Ula, but in general, a person a person if you're staying home and you're not doing anything dangerous, you're allowed to do drink in pairs. Amar Ula Ula says asara kaisais ein behem mishum zugais. When you have ten cups of wine, once you get up to drinking ten cups, you don't need to be concerned about pairs anymore. All right. There's no concern. It's done. Once you get above eight and you get to your ninth cup, you don't have to keep count. I wonder if you could keep count. Either way, and Ula is consistent with his own reasoning. They decreed. There should be ten cups that are drunk in a base of El. How would the Rabbana decree ten cups in a base of El if you're not allowed to do drink in pairs? I, why would they say that, you ha- that you're supposed to do something dangerous? Where do you get that from? Why would the Rabbana decree something that's going to lead to a danger? And for the Gemara, Voltamna Yeshra Mishum Zugais. So. We're coming out, taka proof. Two cups is considered a pair. Four cups is a pair. Six is a pair. Eight is a pair. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? You get the ten, you're done. You don't need to be concerned about pairs anymore. Rav Chistam, Rabbi Baravuna, Darmi Tavayu. Rav Chistam, Rabbi Baravuna, both say, very interesting. Listen to this. We'll explain this in a moment. Let's read it inside first. Shalom letayva mitztarev lera'a loy mitztarev. He says like this. Ready? Very gishmak. Listen to this. We'll say this outside. Simcha is a kain. What's the birchas kahanim? We say in uh, we say in birchas kahanim, Yisa, Hashem, Panav. Eilecha v'yaseim lecha shalom. Shalom is the seventh word. So therefore, says the Gemara, very gishmak. Now that shalom, which can only be for good, is the seventh word in that pasuk, any number seven can only bring good. Therefore, listen to this. If you drink two cups, that's a pair. You drink four cups, that's a pair. You drink six cups, that's a pair. You drink eight cups, no problem. You know why? Because number seven doesn't count towards a detrimental counting. So seven doesn't count. Therefore, cup number eight becomes cup number seven. And now I never drink a set. You hear this? Because the word shalom, which is number seven, the Bosuk, makes that cup not count to a detrimental number. And therefore, like this, the previous understanding was once you get to 10 cups, there's no concern about pairs. Says Rav Chista and Rabba Baravuna, not only is 10 cups not a problem, even 8 cups are not a problem. You know why? Because the 7th cup doesn't count. And therefore, your 8th cup is really cup number 7, you didn't drink pairs. According to them... Zugos is only a problem to drink things in sets. It's only a problem if you do two, four, or six. Once you get to number seven, it's only good. And there's never going to be an issue of Zugos. 
Okay. Now we're going to see another opinion. Rabbi Rav Yosef Darmi Tarvayu, Vichuneka Litoiva Mitztarev. The word Vichuneka, which is in uh, the second part of the bracha, says, Yoer Hashem Panov, Elacha Vichuneka. That's number five. Vichuneka is the fifth word of that bracha. Vichuneka is Hashem's going to turn towards you, which also is a blessing. And therefore, it's only mitztarif for good. Lira'a loy mitztarif. For bad, it does not combine. And therefore, according to Rabbah and Rabbi Yisef, zugos are only a problem by two, four, not five or six. Once you hit vichunaka, once you hit number five, everything's good after that. But two or four is an issue. Abai Barava argue, they say even four is not a problem. Dami Tavayo, they both say, This that it says, The third word of the bracha. First bracha, Hashem's going to watch you. So that's already something that's only good. And therefore, you have two is a danger. Once you hit number three, the danger is over. And only if you drink two cups are you in danger. But if you drink four cups, no problem. Six cups, no problem. Eight cups, no problem. Rabba is consistent with his own reasoning. The Rabba, when his Talmidim would, would uh, leave his house, he would have them each drink four cups of wine. Straight. He'd have them drink four cups of wine, okay? Now, there's an interesting marsha that says the reason why he would do that is because when people drink wine, they have a greater understanding of their Torah learning. They think through things a little deeper, a little clearer. There's like a certain amount of wine that if you drink it, it opens you up a little bit to clarity, but then if you drink a little too much, it makes your mind foggy. Rava felt that four cups is a worthwhile amount for his Talmidim to drink. Even though one time Rava Barlivoy got hurt after drinking four cups, like Chashla the Milsa, Rava, Rava wasn't uh, Chash. He didn't care. People said to him, Oh, Rava, you know why, uh, you know why Rava Barlivoy got hurt when he tripped outside your house because maybe because you put him in danger because you gave him four cups of wine. Says Rava, nothing to do with that. Sorry, no, I'm not buying into that reason. I'll tell you why he tripped and fell outside my house. He tripped, he fell outside my house because he keeps trying to challenge me and cheer. That's why he got hurt. That was the message from Hashem and it ain't got nothing to do with anything else. All right? So if he wants a message, that's the message. Finished. You see, there's a difference between people who ask questions. Some people ask questions for clarity. And some people ask questions because they just want to ask questions. Right? So he felt, obviously, that Rafa Barlivoy wasn't asking questions appropriately. And he said, no, that, that's the message. Okay. Amar Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef says, listen to this beautiful conversation. There's a leading shade a leading demon. His name was also Joseph. Rabbi Yosef says, I met Ya'amarli Yosef Shida. Yosef the Shade was having a conversation with me. And he told me 
Ashmedoi, Malka the Shedei, Ashmedoi, who's the king of the Shedim, the Memunahu Akulu Zugi, he's the one who deals with all these people who do, who, who, you know, who weaken themselves because they do things in pairs. If you weaken yourself in pairs, says Yosef Shida, it's Ashmedoi that takes care of that, you know, that, that's his side of the business. That's, what, that, that's his department. Umalka like Ikri Mazik. And you should just know that when somebody is king, yes, Ashmedoi is in charge, but the king's uh, go, uh, uh, productivity is not judged upon how much damage he can do. Okay? So he was basically saying, yeah, like you, you're, if you drink, do things in pairs, you're kind of saying hello to King Ashmedoi. However, you're not necessarily putting yourself into, uh, into tremendous danger. All right? You're not putting yourself into, uh, into tremendous danger. Says the Gemara, Ika da Amri, some say, the Amri la lahai gisa, that the conversation was a little bit different. Adarabba, Malka rishchanahu maide ave ovid, that no, that actually Ashmedai had problems, and he did whatever he wanted. Shamelech pirates gather last night, derech leimachem A king could go wherever he wants. So the, another way to understand the conversation is that Yosef, uh, uh, Yosef the Shade told Rabbi Yosef, if you do things in pairs, be very careful. Be very, very, very careful because Ashmedai could be out on the loose. Amar of Papa, your Papa says, Amar li Yosef Shida, I also met Yosef the Shade, and he told me, Basrei Katlinan, that a uh, betray, when you drink two cups of wine, Katlinan. That gives a shade the right to kill somebody. But but if somebody drinks four cups of wine, low katlinan, we can't kill him. However, we can cause damage. Betray. Also, when you drink two cups, you could you could a shade has a right to has the, an opening. To kill the person or damage the person, and this that when you drink four, you're putting yourself into physical danger, not death. Putting yourself into physical danger is only when you purposely drink four, not when you accidentally or unintentionally drink four. Says the Gemara, what happens if somebody drinks four cups of wine and then and then goes out to the shuk? So even if you come back and drink a fifth, it's not going to help you. Because it's not called a fifth. You already drank your two sets of two and went out to the marketplace. Now your next cup is going to be a new set, right? So what do you do? So listen to this. Very interesting. I dr- a person drinks four cups and I'm like, oh, they, you know, the shade them uh, could, uh, you know, have power now. Here's what you should do. Limkite zikva di de diamine. You should take your right thumb. Biyada de smile in your left hand. Take your right thumb, look at this, insert it into the left fingers, the fingers of your left hand, and take the thumb of your left hand and stick it into the right fingers, and say the following, You and me are only three. And if you hear a shade 
talk to you. The Omar, which says, Atun arba. No, 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 no. It's not that the two of us equal three, the two of us together equal four. Name you should say back to him, No, 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 no. The two of us don't equal four. Atun chamisha. We get five. We're after the, the odd numbers, right? We don't, we're, we're trying to run away from the pairs. And if the shade says, no, no, not five. We're six. You keep going back and forth. The Gemara says, listen to this, this happened with somebody who drank sets of, of two, got up and left, was stuck, started a, stuck his left thumb into his right hand, his right thumb into his left hand, started a conversation with the shade, until a hundred and one. The guy said to the shade, me and you are five. The shade says, no, it's six. He says, no, seven. Shade says, eight. They went back and forth till a hundred and one. When the guy said, me and you are a hundred and one, the shade exploded. Gone. hundred and one. See you later, alligator. Yeah, you got no power anymore. The shade exploded. Omar Amemar. Amemar, Amemar says. Omar Amemar, Amemar says, once we're dealing with the shadim and pears, we're also going to discuss that there's also something called witchcraft, sorcery, that, um, that uh, the same way people can overcome Shadim, we can also overcome sorcery. And I'm going to talk about sorcery in a, a soon as well. Let's, we'll talk about what sorcery is because you know something? Sorcery, according to the Rambam, is nothing. It's garnished. There's no such thing as sorcery, according to the Rambam. The Taira says... If you do sorcery, you're chay of misa, though. If sorcery is nothing, why are you chay of misa? Well, let me ask on that claim as well. It says in the Torah, don't serve avodah zara. Don't idol worship. Let, let's think about this. And this might, I think this might give all of us a very interesting perspective. Does that mean that there's really such a thing as other gods? Think about it. For some reason, we have our minds. In our minds, we have, there's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but back then, there was idol worship, there was other gods, and God says, don't follow them. What? No. There's, there's one power in the world. There's always been one power in the world. And 2,000 years ago, when people would bow down to a statue that says on the bottom, made in China, with a little sticker, and people bowed down, and God says, don't do that. Is that really an idol? No, of course not. <laughs> That's a little fat thing shaped like a human being that says made in China. It's nothing. It's garnished. So why do we give it credibility? I did, let's say I bow down to one of these things. Did I serve Abodah Zara? No, I serve nothing. That thing is nothing. Abodah Zara is nothing. It, it never had a power, never will have a power, never thing. So, so what, what's the issue of serving about the czar? Right? Think about it. 
it's the same thing with sorcery, says the Rambam. Sorcery, witchcraft, all these things. There's no other power in the world besides for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's a farce. So why, if you do sorcery, are you of Misa? Why if you serve Abay Dezara, you of Misa? Because this is just what people do. This is what the world does. The world believes there's other powers. So the Torah talks to us in a language as if because there's people doing these things. All right? So keep that in mind. There, there is nothing else, okay? There is no other koach. There is no other power. There's no such thing as an avodazara. You can't serve anything else besides for Hashem. You could think you are, but that's nothing. You could do sorcery. No, it's nothing. It's whatever it is. This is the Rambam's opinion, all right? So, Amemar says like this. Amar Amemar, Amemar says... There was a leading woman of the sorcerers. She says to me, She told me, if anybody ever meets a woman who does sorcery, let me tell you, the sorceress told Amemar, if you ever meet up with people like me that try to pull shtick, this is what you should say. There should be hot excrement poured into your mouths. You, uh, you women who do sorcery. And all your hair should fall out. Okay, this is... Um, the Rashbam says that somehow the hair... Uh, gave uh, these, uh, uh, was heavily involved in some sort of kishof, some sort of sorcery. You know, just a few years ago, we had this whole thing with the Indian hair. People were all, people were all uh, nervous about purchasing the human hair from India because maybe it was used for sorcery. They're making bonfires and people are going bald, you know, all these things uh, that were going on. Karach Karchinu, Parach Parchiu, and all your bread should go away. Apparently they would use crumbs of bread to use Avaidazara, top of Amadez, Ibarur, Tavluchainu, all your spices, uh, which they would use, all these scents that they would use for Avaidazara should should fly away. Parchazika, Limorika, Chadita, the wind should blow away all of your Marika Chadita. Marika Chadita is some sort of plant that was ground up that all of these uh, uh, women who did sorcery would hold if I find favor if I find favor I have nothing to do with you I don't come inside of you but now unfortunately you sorceress now that, now that I had to meet you Karchanani vechananchi. That uh, I, I now have my own uh, beauty, and your uh, your desires towards me are gone. All right, something of that sort. And basically, um, she's telling him that this is the these are the proper words to respond to a sorceress if she tries to pull 
some sort of uh, some sort of shtick on you. cup the azugi in Eretz This now this where uh, after the, these next two steps, I want to discuss what Rabiel brought up. In Eretz Yisrael, like cup the azugi. In Eretz Yisrael, they didn't go for this whole gemara. They said, you know what, to drink two cups, four cups, six cups, eight cups, we don't go for this stuff. Yeah, they were makbed. This, this wasn't a conversation for them. And Eretz Yisrael, they didn't care for it. Rav Dimi min Nardaa, And Rav Dimi of Nardaa was makbed. He was careful, but he would make marks on his barrels. Okay? He would be careful to never make marks on his barrels in pairs. That's how, that's how uh, involved he was in being careful to stay away from anything that was an even number. Okay? And some, one time, somebody made an even amount of marks on his barrel, and his barrel exploded. Klala de Milsa says the Gemara like this. Here's the rule of all the Gemara. Kol de Kapid. If you go for this and you're careful about the pairs thing, Kapti Bahadei. It'll matter to you. If you care about the two and the Shadim and the whole thing, the Shadim could do something to you. And if you're not Makbid, if you don't go for any of this, they'll leave you alone. Don't worry. Says the Gemara, this is so mind-blowing to me. Umihu, however, everybody should keep it in mind. Keep it in mind that there's such a thing. Meaning like this, I want to. I want to talk. I, I want to. Now's when I want to dwell on this. What's happening? What the, pairs shade them, right? What's what's going on? What's happening? So as we explained yesterday, there's something to this. There's one God. There's one power. Somehow, once you get into sets of two. That kind of gives lo- gives off a a uh, reality of multiples. There's multiples. Once you give off something that's there by multiples, there can be some sort of ruach hatoma, some spirit of impurity that kicks in. Okay, and that's what how we explained why this whole thing of zugos, this whole the whole issue of pairs, starts in the first place. The Gemara then says, by the way, and we're still going to stay on Zugos now. It's very interesting. But the Gemara says, by the way, if people are OCD about this, it's fine. But then it's worthwhile being OCD about it. Because the Shadim, the more you concerned you are with them, the more concerned they'll be with you. The less concerned you are with them, the less concerned they'll be with you. All right, so if you're not Makbid, you, we could walk away this evening from the Gemara being like, Shalom al Yisrael, see you later, fine. But the Gemara says, even if you're not Makbid, mihu lemechash mi boy. Lemechash mi boy means like this. Don't mach meshuggah about this whole thing. 
Don't go crazy about it. Don't overly, don't concern yourself with it. But be aware of this concept. Why? Because since this does exist, if you ever have a choice, do it. Stay away from pears. Whatever. It's good, it's good to know about. It's good to know. I was just having a conversation with somebody um, about what we were, we were discussing sending their children to school, how to choose a proper school for their child. And they wanted to, they, you know, we were going through like a, a, a list of questions that it's appropriate to find out whether this, this is the right place for their kid. A list of questions, pointed questions to get a feeling. What I told them is, don't listen to the answer. Don't listen to the answer. But you have to be able to pick things up in the course of conversation. It's kind of like with Shaduchim, right? You call up somebody, yeah, I, I heard about this young man. Oh, he's great. He's a little, he's, he's uh, generous, but not too generous. You know, he knows how to carry a conversation, but he's not too loud. He's kind of yeshivish, not too yeshivish, a little bit. Everybody sounds exactly the same, right? Perfect, yeah, this, chesed, everybody, yeah. I never met the guy. I don't know what's going on, right? But if you call four people about somebody, you will pick up a theme. You'll pick up the first things that they say about somebody. You can start to get a feeling for what that person's about. Not from the details, from the theme. You know that there's just some sort of reality that kind of exists between the lines. I believe that's what the Gemara here is saying. If you're overly concerned about this, fine. If you don't go for it, don't go for it. However, it's worthwhile for a Yid to know that this theme exists. This way it'll help us, in general, make better decisions. More quality decisions. Okay. Now that we said a person shouldn't get too involved, but at the same time be aware of this concept, we're going to keep on the concept. Here we go. When Ravdimi came to Babel, he said, to cook two eggs, two nuts, two cucumbers, and one other thing, the Rashbam says, we're not sure what that other thing is, some sort of vegetable, not to do these things in twos. Okay, now the Gemara is going to say this is not really. We're about to say this is not really halacha l'mayshu b'sinai. Halacha b'sinai means a halacha that's not much passed down. Over here, what we mean by halacha l'mayshu b'sinai, the Rashbam explains, is that we have a mesira. Our mothers passed this down to us. Our mothers passed down that when you cook eggs, you shouldn't cook two eggs. I've heard of this. There are people who are makbid to not cook two eggs. I've heard of such a thing. You know, eggs, nuts, cucumbers, and another food. We're unsure what it was, says the Gemara. And therefore they said on other things, you should maybe be, be careful about it because maybe this is the Dabaracher that the Minog was about. Now keep in mind as well, this whole thing with the pears, remember we had a whole Machlaikas. Does pairs mean two? Does it mean two and four? 
Does it mean two four six two four six eight? Right. So This whole machlokas about whether it applies by more than two is only discussing whether the shadim kick in. But as far as sorceresses trying to be able to put some sort of witchcraft on even numbers, apparently when it comes to witchcraft, they're able to manipulate things in pairs no matter how many are no matter how many pairs there are. Okay? the Garsha the Bisu. There was one time. A guy got divorced, and his ex was out to get him, and she was a top-notch sorceress. Yeah, this guy's in trouble, you know. Azla in Siba She happened to have gotten married to a storekeeper. And her ex would come to buy wine and drink wine in, in her new husband's store. Have a him. So she kept trying to like nail him with something, some sort of witchcraft. Every time he came to the store, she'd stand in the back, look at him, try to abracadabra, you know, a ganzazach. She was never able to get him. He never drank things in pairs. So all of her mishigas was never had a, a, a place to kick in, never had a place to work. Yumachad, one time, Ishti Tuva, he drank so he drank a lot. He lost, he, he lost count. Until his 16th cup, he was being careful, but then he kind of lost it. And after his 16th cup, he was no longer clear. And therefore, he couldn't be careful anymore. He's like, maybe it's an even number, maybe it's an odd number. He ended up walking out of the store after he drank pears. So let's say he drank 32 cups, 30, 28, whatever it was. He didn't know. He stumbles out of the store. An Arab guy looks at him. He sees a drunkard with some sort of sorcery on him. And Omar Lay, this Arab says, This guy's a dead man walking. The Azul Hacha. This guy's a this guy's a dead duck, yeah. Azul Chavke Ledika, and he he wasn't feeling well. So he walked over to a palm tree. Tovach Dikla. The palm tree dried up. Upokahu, and he burst. He exploded because he drank all these pears and he drank all this wine combined with his wife's sorcery. Amar Rabavira, Rabavira says these pairs and the things don't apply to everything. It doesn't apply to, to dishes. He says, Ka'arais, let's say you want to take seconds. If you take seconds, does that mean you need to take thirds? Because you can't eat two plates of food? You need to eat three plates of food? He says, no. Ka'aris vikaris, amen, mishum zugais. When it comes to like plates and breads, things like that. There's no issue of pears at all. Klala de Milsa, and here's how it works. How do you know if there's potential for pears? The rule is, Kosha gumru bide adam, ein bahem bishum zugais gumbide shamayim bemile mine demechel chayshinam. It goes like this. 
if whatever I'm eating was completed by hand, a person made it, there's no issue. Don't worry about this whole thing. Anyway, you shouldn't worry, right? Like we said before. But this whole thing doesn't start. Don't even like keep it in mind. Things that happen naturally, for example, you crush grapes, put them in a barrel, and on their own, through nature, they become wine. Then somehow, Shadim have some sort of control or some way to get involved. And on those types of items, a person should keep in mind this concept of pears. Also, Chanos Eimem Mishum Zugais, we said that before, that when, a cu- when people drink things uh, in a store, okay, so if you drink one cup of wine in one store and you walk across the street to another store, that's a separate drinking. You didn't drink things in pairs. Also, if you change your mind, I drink one cup of wine, and then I'm like, hey, I want a second cup. There's no problem. Because you didn't initially intend to drink two cups. The second cup is like a new first cup. If you're a guest in somebody's house, there's no issue to drink two cups. You know why? Because when they bring you wine, you don't know how many cups they're going to offer you. So they give you one cup. I drank one cup. You want to offer me another cup? That's a new first cup. I wasn't counting on a second cup because I'm not in charge of pouring myself. Women also are, uh, are not included in this, uh, in this whole uh, concern. Okay? The Rashbam says, why not? The Rashbam says like this. Usually when men sit down to meals, they expect to drink wine. A nice amount. Women, even if they expect to drink wine, they'll usually say one cup. So a woman will usually drink one. If she has a second cup, that's a new decision automatically. It's like an automatic uh, new decision. Like I told my wife, but whatever, like we have cookies, I'm allowed to say this. I asked her permission. She's, she's masking to this joke. So whenever we have ki- cookies, I'll offer her a cookie. She says, no, 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 I'm on a diet. No cookies. And then she's like, oh, okay, a half a cookie. But then she's the other half a cookie. But you have to it's officially you have to break it in half. That's how it works. You can't decide to eat a whole cookie at once. Eat a half a cookie, and then it's like eh, I'll take the other half. What happens is when you break a cookie in half, the calories fall out. No more calories. So you eat half, no calories. They fell out. Now you eat the other half. A kolbaser, yeah. So when when women drink wine, it's one cup. If they have a second cup. It's a new decision. But if she's an Isha Chashuva, who's, uh, you know, Isha Chashuva over here means, means Chashuva, but it means a uh, high-rolling woman. She goes out for, for a few drinks of wine. So then she's just like a man when it, comes to, uh, when it comes to this. And she should keep in mind this concept of Zugas. Amr of Chinnah, brother of Yeshua. Rav the son of Rabbi Yeshua, says, is, uh, is, Pargus mitztarev le taiva. Ispargus is mitztarev uh, is mitztarev le taiva. These things combine with other cups for good. Now, ispargus is either asparagus or it's some sort of vegetable. Okay, um, that they would make drinks from. Apparently, it uh, it it. Um, it was like used for medicinal purposes. 
Right? It was used for medicinal purposes. Sometimes it was mixed with wine. It says if you use this with wine, that changes the whole uh, the whole issue. There's no problem. It's not mitzareif for bad. Okay? So if you drink this medicine, uh, this medicine drink, uh, after you have two cups of water, uh, two cups of wine, I'm sorry, this can count towards your third cup. When you have pears, a person um, should be strict. I'm not sure. Okay, he says, I'm not sure whether I drink pears. He says, hey, one more cup. One more cup. Drink one more cup. What's one more cup of wine going to do? And some people say, no, if you're not sure whether you drink a pair or an odd number, even number, you could be makel. Don't worry about it. Walk away. You don't need to drink. Okay? Two cups of wine and one cup of beer is still considered like you drank a pair of wine. Drinking the third cup of beer doesn't make it an odd number. Okay? Trade the shikh But at first you drink two cups of beer and then one cup of wine, that's considered three cups. The way to remember this is here's the rule. Anything that something else causes it to be mechubar, causing it to be attached, then if um, it's going to be more machmir than it, meaning it needs a, a smaller size and it's capable of becoming tamei, but if it's something that's more kal, which beer is more lenient, is lighter than wine, then the halacha is, it is tahar. Omar of Nachvar Yitzchak, tre kama taka, two cups uh, before the suda, the chada taka, and one cup during the suda, mitztarfei combined. So between two cups of wine before the meal and one during the meal, that's called three cups. Chad mekam itaka, one cup before the meal, utrei ataka, and two during the meal, loy mitzdarf, and the one cup beforehand doesn't combine, and it's like you drank two cups during the meal, and that one, and uh, you should drink one additional cup, because it is considered like you drank pears. Basket of Mesharsha, Mesharsha asks a challenging question. Otu anan le sekune taka ka be'inon, le sekune gavra be'inon, ve gavra ka mesakan ka. He says, no. He says, why do you need to uh, be mesakein your table? Because we, we need to help the person, and this person is already helped. What does that mean? What it means is he already helped himself. He already had his one cup before the meal, two cups during the meals. He drank his three cups. There's no concern about anything else. If you ended up drinking three cups, it all combines. The Kuli Alma, because everybody agrees, tray ataka, two cups before the meal. I'm, I'm sorry, tray ataka, two cups at the meal. The chad lebasar taka and one after the meal, loy mitzdarfi does not make it three. Okay, it's still like you, still like you drink two. Kiahi ma'isa d'raba bar nachmeni, like the story of Rabba bar nachmeni. What happened was the Gemara Baba Metzia tells us a story, and we'll end with this. The Rashbam on on our Amud quotes the story for us, and he says like this. Apparently, Rabba bar nachmeni was supposed to be arrested. Okay, and Rabbi Bar Nachmeni was in uh, was in a uh, he was staying somewhere. He was staying uh, at a hotel, staying at an inn. 
and he drank two cups of wine. And they finished their meal. The, the, the person who came to arrest Rabbi Barnachmeni drank two cups of wine. They finished the meal before you know he came. He uh, they they took away the table. This guy got very sick. So Rabbi Barnachmeni told the host to bring back more wine and give him another cup. Give this guy a third cup. Okay. And apparently that was able to that was able to heal him in the Gansa story. But the but uh, you see from this story, however it ended, that if you have a two cups during the meal, and one cup comes after the meal, so the two cups during the meal would have been called zugos. And in order to make it now three, you're going to have to bring the entire meal back. So it's not like the third cup is considered like it's drunk after the meal. Now it's like the third cup is also during the meal. And that's how the guy ended up being healed. We're up to Amar Avido Amar Shmuel. We're going to keep on this topic for a short while longer. Bezim tomorrow. And we'll pick up from here. Bezim Hashem. Tomorrow afternoon at 12.15. Agitin Erev Shabbos.